letter is the letter T. Teaching. They continued in the apostles' teaching 120. 120 out of how many thousands? Prelude. What? Something's coming. What? When I think of prelude, what? This is a taste. This is a, a prediction. Something greater is coming. The prelude is not it. The prelude is just a preparation. It's, it's coming. The disciples, they're together, man. And the, you know what happens when you get together and pray every day? You get together and worship every day with a bunch of people. You know what happens? There's a sense of expectancy. Because you know that God is awesome and God is great. God's going to do something. I'm so glad I didn't get saved in a dead church. Amen. Thank God I got saved in a live church. <laughs> Teaching. They continued in the apostles' teaching 120. 120 out of how many thousands? How many thousands had come to hear Jesus? How many hundreds had been healed and delivered by Him? How many? Thousands. But how many were there on the day of Pentecost, continuing faithfully in the prelude to Pentecost? 120. Alan preached yesterday a wonderful message. Use Gideon. You know Gideon started out with what, 32,000? 32,000. Gideon started out with 32,000. God said that's too many. He whittled it down, he whittled it down. What was it Gideon wound up with? How many did Gideon wind up with? From 32,000 to 300. One is a majority with God. And Gideon and those 300 put an army to flight. Those 120 people turned the world upside down when empowered by the Holy Ghost. Now let me tell you something right here and I'm going to close. We are in danger in America of using methods to build the church and advance the kingdom of God other than the Holy Ghost. We have become more reliant on techniques, on programs, on business plans than the Holy Spirit. Beloved, when you look at the Bible, it wasn't their great strategy. It wasn't their great education. It wasn't their great plan. When you study the book of Acts and you study the Gospels and you study all the other books in the New Testament, you cannot help but come down to this one thing, that it was the presence of God in them, moving through them, that produced the phenomenal results that they experienced in people getting saved, healed, filled, and delivered. Beloved, I'm telling you right here today, the day is going to come in America if the Christians don't bind their hearts together in prayer and stand firmly for the full teaching of the Word of God, all of it, and believe for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The day is going to come in America where you can walk into a church and not know you're in the church. The power of God will be absent. The miraculous manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit will be non-existent. The healings and deliverance will be nowhere to be found. And we will be shut up to a situation like unto what happened in Europe. You may not know this, but there was a time when God began to visit Europe and England embraced it through the Wesley brothers and George Whitfield. They embraced the move of God. France, with its enlightenment, rejected it and wound up in a bloody civil war where thousands of their own countrymen killed each other. This nation right now is split. There are those who embrace liberal thinking and liberal views and they are sitting in pews of churches that embrace those things. And there's yet a remnant of those who say the Word of God is the Word of God and what it says there, I believe. And if God says He's going to pour out His Holy Spirit, I'm expecting it, I'm looking for it. If it says that we can prophesy, let's prophesy. If it says we can lay hands on the sick, let's lay hands on the sick. 
There is both a conservative and a liberal element in the church in America today as much as there is in our politics. And I'm saying to you, church, it's a time for the true church to arise and do the works of Jesus. And we will do that as we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. This is Pentecost. A passion for the lost. Expectancy that God is going to show up. And a worship that cannot be shut down by anything. And a prayer that is absolutely contagious and just priority number one. This is Pentecost. We need, folks, we need a Pentecost. America needs a Pentecost. You can call it an outpouring. You can call it an awakening. You can call it a revival. I don't care what you call it. How many of you believe that that this area right here, Anderson County, Knox County, these surrounding counties and this area, how many of you believe this area needs a shaking from God? Stand to your feet right now. Stand up. If you believe that, stand up right now. There's a lot of real solid Christians in this area. There really are in different denominations, different churches. They are alarmed at the way things are going. And they're saying, what, what, what? That's what I said this morning. What, what? How old are you, Matt? How old were you when you got saved? Twenty. Bless God. That's what I'm talking about. People say, well, this young generation, they won't love. They're not interested in God. Crabby Christians is what I call them. Don't sell this young generation short. Listen, they can be filled with the Holy Ghost. They can be empowered. They can turn on to Jesus. Don't you sell them short. Well, they're too young. Give me a break. We need some spirit-filled people to get the church off of its blessed assurance and start moving. Now you got something to say. Now you want to preach, don't you? Now you've been listening to some good preaching. Now you got excited. Now you want to preach. All right, here. Here, speak it into the microphone. The older generation that uh, look at young kids like me, I've got a, one of my best friends is a preacher, and he's 22 years old. And when he comes into, he goes to churches, you know, three or 400 people, and they'll just look at him like, what's this kid going to do? We know Who's he going to talk to? And when he peels the bark off of them, they're sitting there like this. He puts it on every one of them. Then they, oh, that was great preaching. But before... They're so quick to judge. Yeah. You know, they're, he's young. He ain't going to be no good. Ain't God mm-hmm. ain't talking to him. Ah, come on, bro. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Next Sunday, participation in Pentecost. Next Sunday, participation in Pentecost. Don't miss it. Praise God. Whew. Father God, Father God, we need, we need, oh, how we need you. This nation, you birthed it. The blood, sweat, and tears of patriots who gave their all. And yet in this nation today, we have people who have no knowledge of what this freedom and liberty they have cost our forefathers. They haven't a clue. Father, I love this nation, but I am concerned, deeply concerned. We have a job to do by going out into the highways and the byways of this nation and seeing a revival sweep through Oak Ridge that touches every church, that gets every Christian on fire for God to win the loss, to impact this city, to impact this area, to impact all of East Tennessee, that this nation will stand up and say, we are a Christian nation because we love the Lord our God. We have a job to do. We have our marching orders from the Lord, the command.